0: My name is Matt Brown. Damn.
1: Ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. No Sydney. No thing but a chicken wing oh. on a string. Good Burger King.
0: And let's start the show. Look,
1: I don't have to do this. I'm only doing it because it is who I am. That's how I played the game. That was my mentality. If you don't want
2: to play that way, don't play that way. Mm-hmm.
0: is a better place because you are here to join us my name is matt brown and i am the host of the productive conversations podcast how are we doing everybody so happy to have you and as i said this world is a better place because you are here to join us before we have some fun, just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. To check out all exclusive and amazing content regarding this show, go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com and check out all the great things we have to offer regarding this podcast. Whether it's our merchandise store, thanks to our friends at Zazzle, and you definitely want to get the exclusive merchandise coming into this summer, especially our summer wear with great t-shirts, sandals frisbees, everything you can have and get ready for this summer. Check it out at our merchandise store through our friends at Zazzle at affordable prices. Our website also features every single podcast we have done. Plus, you can see every single video podcast we have done as well. And you can check out the links to our podcasting and platforms and YouTube straight from the Productive Conversations website. You could also check out some blogs I've written. You could check out my resume for anyone who's interested in creating more opportunities. And you could just check out everything regarding this show on our exclusive website. Again, that is ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. Go check it out and check it out all the exclusive. Exclusive content we have regarding this podcast also check us out in the world of social media we're on tiktok at productive conversations we're on twitter at prod Combo pod we're on instagram at productive conversations podcast and check out all the incredible content we have for you in the world of social media so it's Tuesday, May 18th, our Monday show is pushed to Tuesday of this week, so exciting, right, ladies and gentlemen? We have a nice Tuesday edition of the Productive Conversations podcast for you, and I hope everybody had a great weekend, I sure did, you know, lots of things happened, I finally got my car back, uh, my car broke down on my way to my second COVID vaccine, and you know, Great timing, so I didn't have a car for a week. Shouts to GEICO. I mean, seriously, when my car broke down last Saturday, and then they told me the bill on Monday, I literally freaked, but with the help... Of my dad and trying to understand how this all folds out. It really is true. Geico really does come in the clutch, and I am so happy I got that insurance. I mean, when I was told the bill again, I almost dropped to the floor. But you know, we put we did what we had to do with the insurance company, and they turned a bill that was thousands of dollars into one that is way more affordable at hundreds of dollars. So Geico, you people really saved me a lot of stress like I really didn't know what I was about to do and I was pretty sad at first I was so nervous I had to pay this big bill to get my car back but Geico came in the clutch and you know what I will give them some free publicity Geico 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance and they sure helped me when I needed it thank you to the people of Geico all right enough of the product placement but we had a nice weekend the weather is getting warmer More people are getting vaccinated. I had a nice time hanging out with my friends and family over the weekend when I could. We celebrated my cousin Ali's graduation. Happy graduation once again, Ali. We are very proud of you. You are turning into one amazing, bright young woman. So we got to celebrate that. I said goodbye to my really good friend Kevon, which was tough. Kevon's moving to Florida, and I genuinely will miss him dearly. And I got to say goodbye to him last night. And I'll hold on to it dearly because that kid is one of a kind. Someone very special and someone that Florida is lucky to have. But we want you back up east, Kevon. I appreciate you being a great friend. I appreciate all the time spent with me. I appreciate you really brightening up my family when you were around them. And I just appreciate the person you are, Kevon. And I'm genuinely sad to see you go. And I hope you can come back up east as soon as you can. So, gonna miss you, buddy. We really will. But as Kavadzah out to Greeter Pastures, and we are ready to have a great Tuesday program. What brings us here today, everybody? Well, it is one of the most exciting times in sports. The 2021 NBA playoffs start tonight. The play-in tournament's Starts tonight, and then on the 22nd this Friday, we get right into the NBA playoffs. This is such a great time. This is so exciting. You know why I'm hyped for the NBA playoffs. The New York Knicks are in it, in the fourth seed. You know I was watching the games over the weekend, and we were hyped. How does this team go from only expecting to win 22 games to winning 41 games, getting the fourth seed, then they're even starting the playoffs with home court advantage? So we're going to geek out about the Knicks later on in the show, and we're going to have some other exciting matchups, whether it's seeing if the Sixers could finally hold it together, which I sincerely hope not. We have the Brooklyn Nets seat. We can see if the big three can finally win their way to a championship. Can injury-laden teams like the Nuggets or the Celtics make a push? And I mean, look at the play-in matchups. We have some really exciting ones. You have Steph versus LeBron playing tomorrow night in a playing game you have the Spurs slipping in there and John Morant led the Grizzlies to get into the playoffs I mean we have a lot of fun things in store and before we get into all that I just want to say I never been more excited for an NBA playoffs and I really mean that I mean the with the play in, with the matchups, with my team being in there, we are really going to enjoy the next two months, ladies and gentlemen and people. As mentioned before, we're going to have NBA playoff shows throughout the next two months here in the end of May all the way to the end of July. Going to be talking hoops with various people. And who do I have to break down the play in tournament? And the first round of the NBA playoffs. We have the host of the word-for-word Word podcast. Dolo Ren and Bars are joining us to talk hoops. Plus, we have Alex Renellio stopping by to talk about the NBA playoffs. He's a Laker fan, so he really is going to be in tune to the play-in tournament. He's definitely gonna have some fun with that. And we're gonna have some fun right now. Dolo Ren, Bars, Alex Renelio. It's all your guys' turn once again. Let's break down the NBA playoffs. Let's get to it. The sun is out. Things getting warmer. The pandemic is coming to an end. And with that comes literally the most anticipated NBA playoffs ever. And we have, and yes, I said ever with how this thing's going. It's nice (laughs) that there is not one clear winner, cutthroat winner. And I have three of the best to cover it and have fun together and let's reflect and start the series of podcasts reflecting on the 2021 NBA playoffs so first we have Alex Rinelli coming back Back back-to-back weeks for you what's up Alex yes sir thanks for having me on man excited for
2: the playoffs I'd love to hear what you guys have to say
0: definitely and then we have my great buddies the hosts of the word for word podcast bars the god and dolo ren what's up gentlemen You already
3: know what it is going on. What's going on, Matt? What's going on, Alex? What's going on, King Bar?
0: Oh, we're having an adventure right now. So, a Knicks fan's here, a Heat fan, a Laker fan, and an OKC fan. So we are well represented in the East and the West. And let's talk about the hoops. But really quick, before we get into everything, I feel this is a great adventure. Wait, before we get that. that, well, man, well, Bars, what's up? Do we have something funny to say?
1: <laughs> Who the fuck is an OKC fan? <laughs> Shut, up. <laughs> Shut
3: up, man! I was yo Westbrook had a good run, man. I,
2: I'm more what's of a Westbrook fan. All right, we'll change him to Washington and post.
0: <laughs> literally, man. Uh, literally, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh man! Since, as we see, we have plenty of perspectives with that, <laughs> but that's what's going to make this a fun conversation. So, but before we go with. Before we get into the playoff fun, I think it's fair to mention that yes. the la- that the NBA Hall of Fame had their induction over the past weekend. First, honoring the 2020 class, and it is a very special one for obvious reasons, and especially for our generation. So we're all around the same age. But you have the headliners for the 2020 NBA Hall of Fame. You have Kobe Bryant. May he rest his Peace and God rest his soul. Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. The first time there are three MVPs in a Hall of Fame class, and we also give credit to Eddie Sutton who joined the uh, who joined the Hall of Fame. We have Rudy Tam who, uh, who was a two-time NBA coach, 10-time NBA All-Star and Minicus, uh, Olympic gold medalist. Tamika Catchings is in. Then you have Kim Mulkey from Baylor and then a five-time NBA uh, Coach of the Year, Barbara Stevens for Division II, also inducted as well as uh, NBA exec Patrick Bowman. Now, just to focus, and we give credit to those other great men and women who went in, but, know, we have... Like I said, three of the faces of basketball in our generation—Duncan, Garnett, and Kobe. Um, How do we feel about this, Alex? We're going to start with you on this because I know you specifically have a special uh, fandom to somebody in this class. Why don't you explain that, and we would love to hear uh, Dolo and Bars add on to it.
2: Yeah, guys, man, this was this was something special. I, I don't think I've seen or witnessed as great of an induction between the three of those guys including the rest of the hall of fame inductees um in my lifetime i think watching you know vanessa and and michael jordan go up there and speak on behalf of kobe it was sweet and sour you know i mean obviously we're never going to forget what happened in january of 2020 but be to see his presence and his and his life cherished and celebrated the way it was was just amazing i mean it brought me back to like those long nights, staying up until 1.30 in the morning, watching games in my parents' room, in high school, and so on and so forth, it just brought me right back. It, like, took me in the time machine. And I felt the same way watching, you know, the big fundamental, Duncan and um, Kevin Garnett's, you know, uh, rise to a championship as well from – Minnesota to Boston. So it was almost be, like being in a really amazing time machine and just celebrating mm-hmm. all the great memories that we had. And I know having Shaq and Charles Barkley at the celebrations up on the stage with Ernie Johnson, that was just phenomenal because they uh, echoed yeah. the stage. Ernie session. Johnson. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I know it was just it was just an amazing night. Like it, uh, there's no real other way to um, you know, displace it. And I, I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about
0: it too. Absolutely. I take. think you hit on the nail on the head. How do you feel about the induction of this class, Bars?
1: Um, I feel like Kevin Garnett is probably by far the weakest name on there. But can't <laughs> what, um his impact put on the game, um, Yo, he got one ring man, as opposed brown. to the other two who got five rings. Mm-hmm. Um, I this really got to pick effects. up on, on who Eddie Sutton is. But I'm really just throwing salt on Kevin Garnett because he ain't mentioned John Rondo you know, who got two rings. You know he
3: wasn't, though. My bad, my bad, my uh, bad.
1: You know, and he mentioned Ray Allen, who also has <laughs> more rings. And it's probably because, you know, they went to other teams and got those rings. But it, regardless of what it is, they was on the team with you first and got you your ring. So I feel like, you know, I'm just going to throw shade back for him throwing shade first. <laughs> but it, regardless of what it is, you got to put respect on Tim Duncan for what he brought to the game.
4: Mm-hmm, that's a fact.
1: Power forward effort, like, to touch the court. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you got to talk about the greatest shooting guard in history, well, one of the greatest shooting guards in history, Cole Bryant. Absolutely, and, and, and the legacy that he left behind. He may not have sneakers that drop, <sighs> you know, in classic thirteens, uh, you know, but he got he got an impact on on a mind state and a mentality that that instituted from multiple generations,
2: and even after he died, will still continue to go on.
0: Absolutely. What do you have to add on to that, Dolo? Can I
2: interject real quick? Yeah, what's up? I just wanted to say the other thing, too, that I really found profound, too, was having Tim Duncan, you know, looking straight across from uh, Greg Popovich, too, because the moment he stepped on the court from Wake Forest and being from the Virgin Islands, he set that culture for the Spurs, man. We talk about all the time how people want to create a culture and environment in an organization when they come to or from an organization. And he really set the tone for that, man. It's kind of he's got the same thing going on as Brady.
0: <laughs> it pops in the playoffs, which we'll definitely talk about. We, we got in, so couch. You're
2: playing, but go ahead. Yeah, that's crazy. That
0: is crazy.
3: <laughs> well, I guess um to add on to that um, going off of what B- uh bars and Alex has said, like uh, well there's there's so much that you could say about all three of those inductees, and this is one of the this is a powerful like inductee class right here. But like definitely. uh, what well, one thing one thing uh, like off rip, like with Tim Duncan, like oh man that that speech was insane like you know like 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 Alex has said it the way he was looking at Greg Popovich you know across the room like it, just after like hearing I didn't even watch the full speech I I I, I was kind of like um I was at work I I was like in and out but it made me start watching a lot of um Greg Popovich and Duncan clips like in training like their chemistry was just some. like their friendship was just so awesome like you could just tell like yeah. um Greg Popovich like he really like in a sense He's almost like a customado, like the way the custom like customado was in boxing. Like he's like the customado of the NBA. Like he's just a loved individual that you know, that just got a lot of got got a lot of stripes, you know, on him. And uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was, it's was really cool to see him give his uh, you know Popovich flowers. Um, it's cool to see all of them get their flowers. Um, bars your KG's my guy. He, he mm-hmm. you know I you tripping but uh but i understand you you you're right he is the weakest one out of them all right man i i i man i so listen kobe yo, yo like yo watching kobe like man like when he did it when he did the um when he had when he had the two pete with them with them guys you know uh are testing them like meta world piece or whatever you want to call them, and uh like yo that was that was, I, 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 rem, I remember that time vividly, man. Like, you know, like to me, in my opinion, like, uh, oh yeah. And Alex, what you mentioned about, you know, Shaq and, and Ernie and them being up there, that was, that was real powerful. Um, In my opinion, you know, like what he did, the fact that he was able to do it again without Shaq is just, like that, like that Mamba mentality was cemented forever, you know, and he, and like Barr said, you know, he, he just impacted the league too much, man. Like, you know, you can't like I, you You can't deny that. Um, I am in favor of like Kyrie said of uh, changing the logo to Kobe, um, the NBA logo to Kobe. Um, but yeah, overall, great. In- I'm great. in favor of that as well. KG is a dog. I just want to put it in there. KG's a fucking dog. Um, he is kind of a LeBron hater. I'm not going to lie. He is kind of a hater, but I love KG. Um, I think you guys give me one second. Powerful inductee class, man.
0: Yes, dude. You You said it right. And um, I think that's the, the most important thing. Like I said, these guys were the face of a generation for basketball. And we'll always we'll never forget them. And it's going to be a great time until then. And yeah, we'll just always have these guys forever. And then the other men and women who got in and then also credit to they also announced the 2021 G inductees which included people big names like paul pierce 10-time all-star chris Bosch at a finals mvp and 11-time all-star you have bill russell getting a second uh induction for being the first black nba coach ever then you have ben wallace a great defensive player and he won with the leading the pistons to a championship you also have chris weber there's a little bit of surprise on that to be yeah, honest that's but
1: a- Now, now, that's going to be an
0: inductee class to talk about right there. Yeah. I'm I'm just about done. But, yeah, let's get into that real quick. We also have Jay Wright, who's obviously a big champion for Nova. Yolanda Griffith, who found success in the WNBA. Then we have um, also Lauren Jackson, another huge name in the WNBA world. But, Bars, elaborate more on why this induction class will be one to remember. (laughs) you guys hear me <laughs> yes yes uh all right we'll start i guess bars is just fixing one thing but uh alex yeah why do you what do you think of this MB, of this hall of fame class the one
2: the one upcoming right
0: yeah for 2021 with uh yeah. Bosch and paul pierce and chris weber and all of them
2: yeah man just to kind of continue our conversation it's like thinking about these guys through the lens through the perspective of how they had a profound impact on these players you know like Pierce you know coming from Kansas and playing all those tough years and, and, and the Boston Green without you know without another second star you know how that really defines some of the players today in terms of how how fortuitous they want to be and staying in their you know in their city and, 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 and putting it on their shoulders for a championship I mean a lot of those guys were the archetypes for that you know and, and we need to like pay credit where it's due in that regard. And I think that um, it kind of goes along the same lines with sacrifice when you talk about Chris Bosh, you know, being the third wheel, being you know, the proverbial third wheel and being the instrumental kind of third guy to do all the grunt work on a major championship team, you know, what it takes to be a champion and how that translates, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, if you want to, if you want to be a dynastic uh, champion.
4: Mm -hmm, mm Right, right, right,
0: right, right, right. Bars. You had some funny, um, very powerful words to say about this class. I'd love to hear more about it. Tell us why this 2021 class is one to uh, ponder. Cecil, I think you're on mute. It looked like. Yeah, you are on mute. Just one second.
1: (laughs) Paul Pierce. (laughs) Paul Pierce. Pierce, um, He has a history of making real big shots. And then he has a history of making real big statements that are really false. And wow.
4: Yeah,
1: um, Chris Webber. Come on, Fab Five. You want to talk about starting the culture? The Fab Five started the culture. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And who can who can who can who can forget his epic <clears throat> mistake? You know, the, the calling the timeout that technical that was everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, him and him and Jalen Rose still hate each other. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So, <laughs>
1: Like um, who else did you say was in this um,
0: upcoming draft class? We got Ben Wallace, one of fuck. the best defensive. You know, you don't you do fuck with Ben Wallace. Tell you me know. more, why. what? Stop it! Wait, no, hold on.
1: Fucking epic defender. He led the oh, team. oh, I thought you said you did didn't he didn't Pistons, it. My bad on that. He didn't leave the Pistons, but he helped the Pistons to a championship, and they damn near too, Peter. So it was like, come on.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that was team was class. I, that was actually my first NBA game. I saw that. Pistons team with with Chauncey, and Tayshaun Prince, and Rashad.
1: Prince, Rip Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, Darko was on that team, but I don't know if he was alive. But I know he was on that team. Um,
0: coach by Larry Brown.
2: Come on. Larry uh, Brown, man. SMU.
0: It's definitely Yo. old Knicks coach. Too well, too well. Iverson's man. <laughs> And like some of the other headlighting names, Bill Russell, again, as the first uh, black NBA coach, obviously one of the greatest top Mount Rushmore of NBA players ever. Then you have um, Jay Wright, who led Nova to a lot of success. Then we have WNBA players, Yolanda Griffith and Lauren Jackson, also part of this. Okay. I, don't, I won't front and act like I know any,
1: any WNBA players. No nothing about that. <laughs> I don't think except
4: a lot of people for, do.
1: Um, except for, uh, Brittany Griner, um, Uh, Della Dova, that Della Dova chick, um, that new chick that they said was like the the Jordan, the female Jordan,
0: um, Sabrina Iacono.
1: Oh,
0: Oh, that's that's um, Kobe's protege,
1: okay, and um, damn, yo, that 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 um, that white girl, bro, I don't know, I just know she's. Huh?
2: Brianna Stewart? Yes. Yeah, up in Seattle, right? Fucking dirty. That's mm-hmm. all I know. That's I mean, all I know. Can I give a shout out to my girl Lisa Leslie for the Sparks?
0: One of the first faces of the NBA, WNBA. Oh, yeah. hmm Yes, sir. Oh yeah. So you, know,
1: you gotta shout out you got shout out Reggie Miller's sister then too, you know what I'm saying? So apparently, mm-hmm.
0: yep. So lots of fun things in store oh. for this class. Real quick, real quick, finishing up. Um yep. uh Bill Russell, the greatest. Uh
1: he played, he was the greatest, uh he coached, he was pretty good. Um I forgot the other name, but yeah, like yo, this this next class, we're gonna have something to talk about. This current mm-hmm. one, great two, legendary, mad MVPs, mad championships, all in one class. Like you can't you can't knock it. Um historic on both sides.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Dolly, do you have anything else to add about any of the Hall of Fame chat in this class?
3: Well, I mean, anything that, you know, hasn't been said, I mean, other than what has been said, um, uh, I think it's a lot of, for the most part, in today's culture, I think it's a few names. Most of the names other than Paul Pierce are kind of underappreciated in today's culture. Um, you don't hear much about Chris Webber you know in today's NBA um or you know today's culture uh, and you know Ben Wallace is a legendary player um uh the fact that Bill Russell is getting you know back in another one for being a head coach that's something crazy like you know like it's yeah it's a lot of underappreciated names there, Chris Bosh like and yeah I'm, it's it's going to be it's going to be going to be a good one you know glad to get any flowers you said Bosch? yeah Chris Bosh is in mhm
4: Mm. If it wasn't for
2: that,
3: yeah. In fact, disease, that I know Chris Bosh. <laughs> My fault, Alex.
2: No you good? I was just gonna say, um, if it wasn't for that that rare disease he has, he'd be still playing.
0: That's, That's right. That's right. Well, we could check out. They're gonna get inducted on the on uh, September the eleventh, twenty twenty one, and uh, check it out for there. So, all right. Now let's get into the nitty gritty. The NBA playoffs start officially tomorrow, today. Today, the time of this recording, um, they are going to start May so, uh, the 18th. Uh, the, play-in, the play-in. Yes, the play-in. So we have the play-in starting today, Tuesday the 18th. And then we have, um, as a time, because we're recording the next day, that's why. So um, Tuesday, today, May 18th, is the day. The play-ins begin, and then on Friday the, or Saturday the 22nd will be the actual first round of the NBA playoffs. So lots to take in, lots to have fun. And before we get into this, let me explain how this works for the audience that doesn't know. So for the first time this year, instead of eight teams making the playoffs in the, each conference, it's now 10, where the first six guaranteed in the first round, then the seventh and eighth, spots are up for grabs and they are competed in the play-in tournament style the way it works the seven and the eighth seed are playing the winner of the seventh and eighth seeded games are going that the winner of that game is automatically the brand new seventh seed okay so whether it's celtics or wizards or lakers and warriors the winner of those two games are Automatically going to be the seventh seed. Now, the loser of that game will play the winner of the 9 and 10th matchup. Feel that? 9 and 10 are playing. If you lose, you're out. If you win, you have to play another playing game in the 9 and 10. That's either the Grizzlies and the Spurs for the West or the Pacers and the Hornets for the East. And then those two will match up on Thursday or Friday, and they will play either, and they will win the new, excuse me, and they will become the new eighth seed, and they will play the one seed. So we get that, understand? For the most part, for the most part. Okay, great. Yeah, pretty much, which is an interesting style. Exactly. So having fun with that, bringing more teams into it. But tell me, before we even get into it, how do we like the, this idea of playing matchups? Even a tad bit confusing, but once you get it, you get it. You think it's necessary. You like the other franchises getting a chance to see the game, see their team make a p- run. We like the play-in. I personally do. I think it's cool. Um, even once you get out the confusion part, you know, any way to get um, more higher state games in there is always fun. You guys are uh, into this as well? Is there anybody who's not into it? It should still be the one through eight. Um- I'm
1: I'm down for this all the way. I'm down mm-hmm. for this all the way because it's interesting. Too. It's like it's it's a new it's a new style. I felt um, playoffs was getting boring anyways, and it's just new.
0: Yeah, solid.
3: you want to go? Oh my bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for I'm for the most part, yeah. I like yeah. I really like it too. It does add a little bit of spice to it, you know. Um, I know LeBron doesn't I, – well, I don't know how he feels about it right now, as of right now, but he didn't like it very much um, in that press conference. Uh, but uh, uh, but I, I like it, yo. I like it. it, you know. It makes it competitive, you know. It gives, you know. One thing, uh, one thing I want to say about it, I feel like if uh, the play-in concept was around when LeBron was playing on the Cavs in them younger years, you know, in them earlier years, like, uh, I don't know. I I think that would have – I, I think it's, it might be a common sense kind of thing, but that would have shook up a lot of things, you know. Like, if this was around a, er, earlier, uh, we would have been looking – I feel like we would have been looking at a different NBA. Right, right.
2: I, um, I'm i actually, like – I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm, like, very against the plan. I mean, from an entertainment perspective, like, I understand it. It's more TV revenue. It's more money across the entire league. Adam Silver's done a great job promoting it. But it just seems like – ideologically against kind of the competitive nature of the league. It's like, you ha- okay, so for one game, you have to recreate your entire season just to stay in within the last four seeds. And it kind of is a slap in the face of the teams that have, have done what they've done to secure the 7 and 8 seed. Like, I I don't really think that you're going to have that much of a benefit, you know, having Indiana and Charlotte in the play-in. In <laughs> where it's lackluster of, Stars besides the top four or five seeds, so I just don't, I don't really understand it from that perspective, from a competitive standpoint. Let me, can I chime in? Yeah, go ahead.
1: From a, com, I disagree. From a competitive, from a competitive standpoint, I feel like it's the best. Can, can, consider this, right? Consider this. Um, every time, like, there's a there's a playoff race on the on the on the East Coast at least. You got a lot of teams below 500. But a lot of viable teams, you know what I'm saying. This year in the West, you see a lot of that. You know what I'm saying. They're not below 500, but they're shaking the weight. You know what I'm saying. Any game game can slip, tip tip the scale, and be below 500. Now that's you know now it's over there in the playoffs. But you had a team like I don't know, like last year, the Pelicans who was really heating up. You know what I'm saying? You had the Suns, who was really heating up. No,
2: that's a fact. Yeah,
3: that's a fact.
1: And had
2: all year to prove that they were actually worthy of the playoffs and they didn't. True, but they all year, you know, going up against crap,
1: going against good competition, having a weak team, but, you know, still being able to be Good enough to be temp seed. Now they got a chance to play in. I find that great. Like, and it tests it tests your merit as a team. Okay, so you worked the You worked this whole year to get to this spot. Now let's see if you deserve it.
2: So yeah. let me ask you a question: Are you going to be watching Indiana and Charlotte? Hell yeah, going to watch Indiana and Charlotte because <laughs> Melo's over there. It's yeah, like, yeah man, going crazy. Lamella's <laughs> Lamella's going crazy. I'll have a drink for you. No, yo, I kinda, going, yo,
1: listen. Let me tell you something. It's those kind of matchups that shake up and make history.
2: So let me ask you this then. Would right. you be happy if your Miami Heat were in the seventh seed and could have been bounced in the first round? I doubt they're gonna I doubt that's gonna happen highly wholeheartedly. But, but yeah, it could happen, I mean, right? It, it
1: could happen. It, it could happen. It could happen. The Knicks could get knocked out by Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> at least they're not playing for a play in. Hey, listen. <laughs> at least they're playing for a chance to play. That's competitive.
0: Yeah, I have to also agree with bars on this because it gives you the incentive to go have the best season you can. It's not right, like this right. just showed up. That's like that, like it's similar to what baseball did when they added another wild card. It's supposed to give emphasis on playing for your division. And obviously, it's different for basketball, but I think this does add motivation and even for teams also to not tank, because we've seen plenty of teams in the NBA have a tanking problem. Right. You are less it, likely yeah. to tank if you're right into it. And like I said, it's been a long time since Charlotte's been in it. Um, The Wizards, I mean, that's fascinating. Without when John Wall leaves and Bradley Beal and Russ take care of it. I think it just adds more of a motivation to those other squads.
2: Let me ask one more question as just a follow up. Mm -hmm. Do you think that this should be if it works well as an entertainment product and a competitive product for TV? Do you think that they should adopt this model moving forward? Or do you think it should only exclusively be contingent upon a shortened season?
0: Oh. I, I say, I still do it for eighty-one.
3: Yeah, I kind of like the idea. I'm not gonna lie, Alex. I like the idea. Let's see how it plays out. Fans win. The fans, well,
1: win. The fans win. Yo, bro. It, yo, honestly, it's it's more competitive. It's more exciting. Um, let's say next year the
2: Heat decided to drop a little bit, and now we're in the in. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I could do, it, I, I could do it without the plan. If my team isn't good enough for the eighth seed, I'm going home. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I feel I I do feel that. I, I do
4: You that. can't, you can't tell me that it's more competitive.
2: You could tell me it's pro fan for all these players that are using this mobility to go to other teams, That's but don't I... tell me that it's more competitive.
3: now I kinda um if I can, if I may interject, um yeah. I kinda wanna make a cross reference to, you know, that kind of relates to my wealth of knowledge and combat sports. And it's kind of something that it's kind of more mainstream. Um, I think it's a pretty good example um, with uh, Conor McGregor. Right. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, he kind of, he kind of did the Floyd Mayweather thing. What Floyd Mayweather did was um he would beat, he would beat certain guys and in the, in the, in the, in he would go up in a, in a weight class. He would beat the most important guys, right. The top, he'd be like a top five guy. Then they give him the top, Two, then the top guy and then sometimes they just give him like one guy and then straight to the top guy and then he would just move on to the next weight class he wouldn't really he defended him a few times but you know he didn't really he was trying to move up in weight instead of defend him and and the thing with conor mcgregor when he when he got the chance against jose aldo um the number one guy in the world uh you know well actually no let me let me give you the eddie alvarez example Cause he earned the Jose Aldo uh, title shot, but uh, Eddie Alvarez title shot was kind of, people thought it was granted kind of like the same thing with the play on, with the playing thing. It's almost like a granted um, opportunity to get in. A lot of people had a problem with it, but you know, and there's really two sides of the coin to that, but you know, the cross references to this, it's like, um, you know, the way I look at it is, you know, yeah, Connor kind of got the shot, you know, and that, you know, a lot more guys should have got the shot. Like, uh, I believe Max Holloway was in that division. Um, there's a lot of people in that division. I'm not even going to say all that, but uh, yeah, he got the shot. Maybe a little, maybe kind of got gifted it, but he, did you see what he did to Eddie Alvarez? You know what I'm saying? He, he behind his head, you know, behind the back, poof, poof, knocked him out in the second round. Like, like he wasn't a top... He wasn't a top contender, but he took the champion out in two rounds. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, you can't say that Connor didn't earn it. You know, a lot of these teams are gonna earn it with the play-in. I feel, um, and it, like like you said, Alex, like regardless of whatever you whatever the take
0: is, the fans win. The fans get to see. You know,
2: before that, I'm all, I'm good with that. So,
0: and basketballs is arguably the best game for an uh, the best elimination style game for especially the fourth quarter, nothing beats a last two minutes and two teams are going at it. So all in all great points on both sides. And like I said, we're just winning cause we get to talk about basketball. So with that, let's hop into it Yo, right now.
3: Lakers and warriors though. Like, damn, like that's going to be how you know, Steph Curry. Listen, man, before we, before we get into anything, me, me and bars on the word for word podcast, um, which, which we upload every week, week or so, um, mm-hmm. uh, we, we talked about, you know, early predictions for the MVPs. You know, I just straight, you know, at the time, I think there's like, what what was this, like, a month and a half ago, Bars? We talked about it. I had Donovan Mitchell. We both had Donovan Mitchell as, like, our top dudes, you know, our top picks. But I but right now, no, listen, yeah. Mitchell's injured and all that. Listen, we counted Seth Curry out only for the reason he wasn't winning. The team wasn't winning. I didn't count. That. They clinched it. Yo, mm-hmm. they clinched the playing spot. Yo. I will, I don't know. I don't know. See, I think you did now. Nah. nah, I think you what foot flopping a pan- like a pancake now. Nah. But, <laughs>
2: oh,
3: but you have to look at the tapes. Steph Curry got it. I'm sorry, yo. Steph Curry got it.
2: Now when oh. you're the eight seed, I don't talk. I don't want to talk. That's what I said.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you got to win something. Hold on. I feel, I feel. I feel. Yeah. Right. 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 The planes got it. Yeah. They still gotta. They still gotta do business. Yo, see, yeah. we can't hear you.
0: Yeah, you're you're oh, muted. We can't bro. hear you. Go ahead. Try again. <laughs>
2: Can't hear you. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah, that's a <okay>. fact. <laughs> you, you got this, bars. You got this. You got this. Can you hear me now? So. Take... Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, can yeah. hear a little you. Bit, a little bit. But yes, before no everything, we're gonna no focus louder. here. Warriors and Lakers. But you were saying, Bars.
1: Listen, when I made this prediction, Steph Curry was in 10th seat. I was like, yo, all you gotta do is win these games. And then he's going for his scoring title, so he's busting out points, dropping these
3: points, winning these games. Nah, he wasn't in your list, though.
2: I'm like, eh.
3: wasn't in your list, though.
2: Oh. So, that by, so, by that measure, we got to have Bradley yeah. in the conversation, then, right? Is that what I'm doing? Oh, did I said something different.
3: Yeah, yo, I will. Uh, that's a good point. Yo, Bradley Bill is a hell of a player, though. Um, Bradley Bill, man, he can sit his old ass. He can sit his, dad, his
2: ass down. But by your criteria, he's doing the same thing Steph is doing, so why should he be in the MVP conversation? What, what what's you
3: feel team? he's doing the same thing as the Steph's been doing? I mean, well
2: The A T too, the same seed.
3: Right, 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 right. No, you're right in that aspect, and that's in that aspect. I just feel like um I just feel like Steph Curry just the way he took charge is really what it is for me. Um them, them, yo, without Steph come on, man, Steph Curry's been having yo, them forty point games and without you know, Clay. I'll without Clay, that. you know, Draymond Green not exactly the same, you know. I mean, they got some young bucks, but like yeah, I just just the way he took charge of the team really is what it is for me. That's the way I base the MVP criteria. But you, but you're right in, in a sense. In that in that sense, yes, they both clinched the AC spot, whatever. But yeah, you you're right in that sense. But Steph Curry just distinguished himself, you know, in, in, a, in a different the way. AFC,
1: they both clinched the ACI, right, but he got Russell Westbrook dropping triple doubles every other fucking night. Like you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he got help. Who like? Andrew Wiggins is not even the former shell of who he used to be. Um, who else they got over there? Jordan Poole? Bust. A, a pool of sweat. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <clears throat> Steph is doing it And that's the reason why I believe he, be, he deserves it over Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill got help. Rui Hachimura is not a bad player. You know what I'm saying? They got somewhat of a decent squad over there.
3: Nah, that's a fact. Nah, Rui, he got that little nice highlight on AD.
1: Oh, no. Look at the Knicks. The Knicks had fucking nobodies over there. And all of a sudden, they're fucking like, what? The fourth seed?
0: Fourth seed. Well, Thibodeau
2: did a great job this year. He should be coach of the year. Tibbs, Tibbs is— Yo, if Tibbs is not coach of the year— Well, then who is it?
0: Literally it's not even there's no question now focusing on the matchup of the Lakers and Warriors now (laughs) that we are here and, you know, give credit where credit is due because of the battle to get into this spot. You have the Warriors not coming out of nowhere to make this push. Then Alex, I know you don't want to hear this, but the Lakers had a tough second half of the year, but they are still in. And now you get tomorrow on Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow night, Wednesday, you have LeBron versus Curry. We'll start with, um, Bars on this, I see your heads up. How you feeling about this matchup? Winner take all. They going home. Simple as that. Do you mind just raising your volume just a tad bit louder, and then um, we'll be all set. Yo, I got that phone call that shit
1: fucked my audio all up. Yo,
0: damn. You say mm-hmm. it
1: one more time. Yeah. All right. So um, the 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 Golden State's going home. You can say good night to Golden State. They got nobody to stop um Anthony Davis over there.
3: And
2: That's fair enough. Did,
1: like, all right, even if they did have someone to stop Anthony Davis, let's say Andre, is Andre jumping back and healthy? Yeah. Let's say he's not clogging the paint and playing like, he, you know.
3: Kuzma like, been stepping up.
1: Like, you know what I'm saying? At, and and Kuz is there, you know, they still got KCP. I don't know if Dennis Schroeder's going to be back and healthy for the playoffs.
3: But Schroeder's my I'm guy. Back, Schroeder's my he's guy.
1: Kind of shaky, you know. Uh, like a sprained ankle, you know, he ain't nothing to play with, but you know, he sprained his ankle, so I don't know if he wants to play with that.
3: Uh, yeah, it's LeBron,
1: it's LeBron, right? Uh, like I said, so yeah, I, one man army over there,
3: one yeah, man.
1: yeah, that I mean, versus, like the Lakers, yeah,
3: yeah, now you guys know each other, though, you know, that's I think you know that, that aspect of it, the is...
1: Pelicans, if they're playing the Pelicans or the Grizzlies. You know what
0: I'm saying?
4: That's a different
0: story. Or, or, but, yeah, like... You know what I'm saying? It'd be a different story. You know, like... <laughs> Yo. you, someone made a great point before on how... Imagine this insane season that, you know, if the if the Lakers win, they'll play the Suns. Like, after that, oh, I play the Lakers. This team really is... And now Alex, when Alex's complaint, too, that this is a casualty of... The of a tough season but still in it but this lakers team is you wouldn't be surprised if they were in the top four and now they're playing for this big moment and so transitioning it to alex who watches the team every night yeah. talk to us what do you think is their key to victory do you think it's going to be a smooth win as like bars was saying or do you think that they um may have a little bit of a competition ahead
2: they got a little competition and the only reason I'm gonna say that is not for the sake of the podcast, but because I mean Steph could go off. I mean, if it wasn't for Steph, I, I think they would be dead to write. And I Yeah, right. right, exactly. And I feel that way about members of San Antonio because they don't have a guy, let alone B guy. So <clears throat> For me, like, I mean, I just think they're, they're potent on offense. They can keep, you know, the defenders like Schroeder and Wesley Matthews, a lot of those guys at bay. They're going to have a hard time chasing Steph around the court, and I expect him to just show up and put everything on the floor. But at the same time, like, it, we wouldn't even be in this position if it wasn't for the injuries. And I just – I hold tried and true to the formula for a championship that we had last year, even though there have been some new parts and pieces this year. I just mm-hmm. think that L.A. is going to dominate them in the paint. I think they're gonna dominate him from the bench perspective as well. I don't think Kelly Oubre is a second or third guy or even worthy of it. And I think that um, they're gonna expose him.
3: That's a fact. That's a fact. Right on it now.
0: Volume, volume, bro. <laughs> yeah, Bars. <laughs> what'd you what'd you say, Bars? Add to your point.
1: Um it, who, who's Bradley Beal playing? Who's Bradley Beal playing in the play? Like, who, who's, who are they? Awesome. Do you think that Bradley Beal
2: at any point could go off like Steph could go off? And They're dangerous. Of money? They're dangerous offensively. They can't stop anybody.
3: <laughs> can he go off like Steph, though?
2: No, of course he can't. Nobody, but nobody can go off like Steph. And that's why he's not in my MVP category. That's fine. If we want to talk MVP, we'll talk it later. I don't even have I don't even have Steph in the top three, so we'll talk about still that.
3: Stuck on yo bars are stuck on. That.
2: <laughs> we'll talk about it another time. I got, got Yoke CP3 and Embiid in the top three. Oh, he hmm. said CP3. No one's got CP3.
1: See, that's what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> really, bro? Cuz pause that. hell of a point they guard. 13.
1: They added 13 <laughs> wins this year. What you talking about? They're fucking bugging. They are fucking bugging. No, I'm saying I'm I'm saying that I'm surprised that you got him because nobody else does.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I like that too yeah I really do
1: I, could, I couldn't I hear him oh, didn't didn't I call Chris Paul
3: Chris Paul I for what so. I, yeah I think he did yeah bars, you did have that I had Joel Embiid as like second or something
2: but the problem is everybody's been hurt except for those two guys right
3: right
2: right everybody's been hurt except for those two guys though that's the thing and Jokic has been put under undeniable numbers I mean they've been
3: Jokic's three. been balling yo
2: 5-2 and two yes. without Jamal Murray he's like the second best player on the team he got slimmer, and he wor- he's working on everything. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. When when you're in the same conversation as Wilt Chamberlain for stats, you're doing something right as a center.
3: Yeah, absolutely, yo. I, I really rock with what the Nuggets got going on. Like I said, well, he shine a dark. The
0: person that's stopping him yeah. is, is AD, bro. That's a fact. hmm Yeah, so... Bottom line, I think it think, I think it shows that we all agree that the Lakers are going to be taking this. But we wouldn't be surprised if Curry just puts the team on his back, literally. I think he's going to have an epic performance. I think Curry's going to go the fuck off, but he's not going to win.
2: He'll, I think he'll go off if he's on that night. But I just don't think that LA, uh, the Lakers are going to prevail
0: hmm. Definitely. And uh, before we get into our next play in, we're going to talk about Grizzlies and Spurs. We're going to just get, take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Fixed all our technical difficulties as well. So let's continue the conversation. The next play in tournament to discuss here is the Grizzlies and the Spurs. So one thing you did mention, Alex, is there's no real set huge number one go to for these two teams. Though yep. so Ja Morant is turning into something special and then you have the Demar DeRozan trying to lead a bunch of Spurs which is I mean again give it credit to Pop sipping in the playoffs there. So what are some of the thoughts coming into this? Do we feel this is a chance for Ja Morant to really become a superstar um and getting the spotlight on primetime here? Do we feel pop is so good? He'll just somehow win this game. And again, the way it works, since it's a nine and 10 seed, whoever loses this game will be eliminated for good. And if we, and we agreed that the warriors are going to lose to the Lakers. So the winner of this game will essentially play the warriors is what we're all saying. So having said that, how, who do you think is going to be taking it? We'll start with bars in this one. What do you think?
1: I, uh, you put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> this is a great matchup, to be honest. Um, both teams are pretty fresh in the legs. Uh, if you ask me, who I thought had a better chance, if the Grizzlies, are, if the Grizzlies are healthy, they got a great chance. <laughs> they got the offensive firepower, and I feel like they got the defensive, um, the defensive um, foundation to to actually contain the young point guard that they got over there and to hold back DeMar DeRozan. Like I don't know who they they got Yaka Perto over there, I think. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. he's pretty good defensively. Um so he might pose a big threat. But is explosive. Um if JJJ if J if J three healthy, you gotta watch out. That man, That's a fact That's a fact That man is a great defender And he's a fucking sniper um, Dylan Brooks that? is good too How about that I was just, I was just, You took the words Right out of my
2: mouth <laughs> Grayson Allen Kyle Anderson Grayson and Allen Come on Did Grayson Allen go to Utah? Was he still on Memphis? I don't know That's a good question But I know they got Kyle Anderson He's a great defender too And, and if Grayson Allen went to Utah Jesus Hmm <laughs> yeah. Like
1: they got depth, so it's like, listen, they got a they got they got a young dogish type squad over there, and, and I, I don't know who their um their coaches. They got a they got an L squad. Um, Pop is one of those solid. I've been in the playoffs my whole life,
4: mm.
1: coaches. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you got to be worried about his game plan. Right. He can he can possibly. Preparing for John Morant will also have a backup just in case Dylan Brooks or J3 decide to go off. You know what I'm saying? Like, DeMar DeRozan can explode. I can't remember the fucking point guard's name, but he's
2: actually pretty good. Quick, fast. Um, for the Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Murray. Deontay Murray. And Darren White. Right. Right. Darren White's good,
1: too. Darren White. That's the that's the kid I'm thinking about. I don't know, I was thinking about Kobe White, but i was like <laughs> No, that's Chi Town, man. That's yeah. Chi Town, right? So yeah, white, <laughs> like, like, yo, they got they got a decent squad, but Lamarcus Aldridge is gone. Yaka is pretty much like a plank. I don't know. Like the odds of them winning are pretty much forty-five. Like 45% in my book, but I'm giving it to the Grizzlies, to be honest.
0: All right, all right. Yeah, I think the Grizzlies can make the push, and I think this is a make-or-break moment for Ja, the big second pick uh, from two years ago's NBA draft now. And, well, he can show his quickness and see if he could be... You Former know, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year as well. Can't forget that. So I think this is a big moment for him. And I would... Not, and you're like, this, the Spurs are, let's be real, they're not that good of a team. I mean, <laughs> they are six games under 500, but yet they're still in. And, um, well, stranger things has happened, but this is an example like in the in March Madness where it's like a really high seed versus a low seed. I won't go say it's a one for 16, but, you know, it's. I think they're really, the odds are in the Grizzlies' favor to play the Warriors for that one or done game. Yeah, absolutely. So heading into that now where we have that matchup, why don't we, before we discuss uh, where these places, teams will go in the West, let's focus on the East playing tournaments. So the very first NBA playing game, the Pacers versus the Hornets, which is funny. Um, But hey, let's have some fun with that. And we definitely know we'll be tuning in, especially bars on this one. I'll be tuning in. But uh, how do we feel? Uh, we thought Lamella was done after that wrist injury, but he came back, made the push, didn't beat the Knicks this past weekend. But still, hmm. we are. It's nice to see that story unfold. And now MJ can see if he could put that mentality in the team he owns. So, Dolo, let's start with this. How do you feel about this matchup? Who is taking it, the Pacers or the Hornets?
3: See, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not privy at all to who's on the Pacers. I I wouldn't give them a shot, honestly. Um, I think, yeah, I mean that I'm not too privy on them. To be honest, I definitely would choose the Hornets in this situation. Um, just watching them, you know, throughout the season, like, uh, I just like what they got, you know, at times they've had, I I personally feel like they've had, you know, good ball movement at at times in the season. Um, and yeah, if you're to ask me, Like um, like I tell you, I'm too privy on 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 Pacers, but yeah, I I would definitely take the Hornets. It's plain simple like that.
0: All right, all right, that's cool, that's cool. Alex, how do you feel about this matchup coming in? I it was funny when you questioned it before, but would love to hear uh, your views on this. All right,
2: well, I mean, between the two of them, I'm gonna go with Indiana just slightly. Um. I think, mm-hmm. Indiana. I think they have more, uh, more balanced attack, you know, from the front court and the back court. I think that their offensive strategy should really just be put Sabonis and put Miles turn on the block and let them work because
3: they're the really thin. On they're, the really thin
2: they're really thin down low. Biambo is not a good defender. And um, Mikhail Bridges, same you know, same situation. And I just think that Lamelo a year away. I think he's immensely talented, but it's just it would be a lot to ask him to do what he's done all year in the play-in tournament because the playoffs are different. And I just think that Terry Rozier is a nice complimentary piece, but I don't think you can rely on him for one game as the guy. So I'm gonna take Indiana.
0: You have anything to add to this, bars? Um.
1: I just think that it's gonna be an exciting game to watch two scrub ass teams go at it.
4: <laughs> uh, Pretty much. Fuck uh, okay, you. Yeah. Right?
1: It's like watching a know. bum fight. It's like watching a bum fight. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Anybody mm-hmm. Can is, is up for grabs. Nah, but I did forget Sabonis was on the Pacers. Um I
1: was gonna say him, but I didn't want to say him and be wrong. Nice driver. player. He's <laughs> a player. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. He is. He is Respectful. solid. Don't forget Caris Levert
2: on the pacers coach, too. No, but I feel I've been
3: too. I I feel so. like uh, well, this is one game. The thing with the planes, it's like it's one game, like you know, like so it's really yeah, it really is Who like a bum fight. It's like it yeah. left. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's you, either, you
2: either you either you either. Hit or miss,
3: yo. Yeah, we're not betting on a series right now. It's like, yeah.
2: But let's 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 prognosticate it out. Like the winner plays the seven, eight seed. Like, what do you guys got? Okay. Um. So what's next? Um, so,
0: yeah, we could transition to that. This is the big one. So the big West matchup. You have the injury the injury stricken Celtics versus the Warriors, who under who really flew under the radar with the push they have been making, but they're in the playing tournament. We so Celtics versus wait, Warriors, wait,
3: said, right? That no, would be the matchup. Wizards.
0: Wizards, oh, did I say Wizards. Warriors? Excuse me, Celtics yeah, yeah. versus
1: Wizards. <laughs> and um, I, I, I fucked me all up. I was like, Oh, 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 you, oh. Are you talking
0: <laughs> about the planes? Oh, oh, oh I didn't yes, talk about, oh, I was Easter conference playing yeah, the 7 8, oh, right, right, the right, Warriors, right. and the Celtics. Listen, this Celtics team has collapsed major injuries. Losing Jalen Brown is a huge, huge hole. I personally love it because, you know, I hate the Celtics and I'd be happy if they had to, you know, move out of Boston. But that's just me and my bias. But I think this warrior team with Russ's push Bradley Beal again with the uh, great debate of this podcast. Beal is very all in all, he is still has a huge game in front of him, and they need to get out and finally win a game for that fan base who's been dying for something in uh, the Wizards. I think they have the best shot of beating the Celtics, and it really is because of the injuries that they've been stricken with. I think it'd be a whole different story if that wasn't the case.
1: What's up, Bars? I got five words. <laughs> Dunk on that nigga. Tatum. <laughs> That's
0: <it. laughs> That's another good aspect. A lot of people say it. He, he's somebody who could just drop 50 like, it's nothing. That could be an aspect there. But I still think that the uh, Wizards could still hunt him down, in my opinion. And it seems that there's strifes between that franchise. I'll be honest.
3: I would choose the Wizards in, in that matchup, too, if we're talking about one game. Like, yeah, I, I got the Wizards in that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think if it, if it was, aside from injury, I would probably take Boston if both clubs were both healthy. But I'm right. Washington, just for the fact that they got two guys with firepower and Boston has one. I mean, I think Kemba is kind of a, I think he's a, I think he's a B list star. I think Tatum is ready to take that next step. But mm-hmm. man, I'll tell you, going from the Eastern Conference finals to losing the tournament, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't look good. Look good. Right. Is, uh, Mark, no. is Marcus Smart healthy? I believe so. Right. Yes,
0: he's still healthy.
2: Yeah. So, uh, listen,
1: I'm, I'm going to go with the Celtics. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to be the fucking, the oddball out. I'm going with the sub
2: Okay. Okay. And what do you guys, uh, Matt, let me ask you a real quick question. Um, of course. If, you know, if Boston does have a hard time this week and, and they flame out, do you think that there need to be structural changes with Brad Stevens? I mean, what's going on there.
0: I mean, yeah, that's a lot of people saying there's some real strikes in that organization. People are mad and upset. Some people I mean, are saying, blow it up, blow the team up. Facts. Uh You know, I mean, I would love to see it because I have so (laughs) I have so much respect for Brad Stevens, though he can't win the big game. That's another aspect. If he won the big game or even just won the East last year, that's one of the best coaches coaching right now. But he cannot win. And even in college, falling short of final four and stuff. So, you know what? I'm going to go in my gut. I do say if this doesn't work out, it's time for a new era. Now, always, Jason Tatum and you know, we'll see if taco full can be the new phase of the Zeldings. Oh God. uh, Yeah. I think Alex, to answer your question, it's time to restructure things. If they cannot win this play in tournament, because that is a very bad drop off. As you mentioned, and just underachieving on underachieving, bringing failing with Kyrie, uh, Kimba somehow became a major superstar to just a mediocre above average point guard. I think that says a lot with how the teams run and getting right. the, the playmaking and balls. I, I think uh, it's time for a new era. What's up bars. You have, what do you Shout think? You kind
3: of legend.
1: Definitely. He failed. He failed with Kimba Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown. Yep. Um. Uh. Thice.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: Thice is a bum. Um, Listen, he had a he had a fucking squad. I don't want to talk about it. The man had a fucking squad. And he's fucking and he's fucking it up. Like I haven't like I haven't seen such tomfoolery since the the Grizzlies being in the fucking playoffs ten years straight and never making it nowhere.
2: Like this
1: is like.
2: I think too. There's something to be said about college coaches and what their ceiling is, what their capacity to win a playoff series or a championship is. Because you look at a lot of the great coaches of all time, you know they've been able to manage egos. And Brad Stevens hasn't shown an ability to do that. So I think that a lot of these college Especially coaches, Kyrie. while they can be consistently successful, they have a small, a lower ceiling. And we saw it with Billy Donovan too.
1: He hit the nail on the head. He hit the nail on that. He, he hit the nail on the fucking head. We saw it with Billy Donovan. Yo, yeah. what are talking about? Hey, yo, and let's take it to football. We've seen it with fucking Chip Kelly. Trash ass.
2: Like. <laughs> yo. Well, at least we're agreeing on something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Good> we're. <word. laughs> and that's what we yo, that can't always be contention, you know? <laughs> like. <laughs> and that's what makes this, is making this a really good show, is because we look at things differently. But okay, we don't so, hate each other. Unlike so, uh, other politics stuff, though.
1: <laughs> so, so. Okay, yeah, it's not so, the Joe
0: Budden podcast.
1: All right. So, peep game. If
0: the Celtics win, right, then they play the, if the Hornets win, right? Yes. Um, if the Celtics win this game, they will go on to be the seventh seed against the Nets.
1: The Celtics might get sent home by the Hornets if that's the case, right? But if the Pacers win, right, the Pacers might send the Celtics home. That's crazy. That's, that's wild, right? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like mm-hmm. that? because they, oh. they got they got they got paint presence on the Pacers, um, matchups, and that like that's that's pretty much it. So um, let's switch it up again, right? Let's say the Wizards win. Yep, and now they're playing uh, the Nets.
0: If they the, win, if they beat the Celtics, they would play the Nets.
1: Wait, what? Uh, no, I'm saying like let's let's uh, go back to playing real quick. Um, who's the other team?
2: The Pacers. Let's say, what, yep. is it the Pacers? Yeah, Pacers. If they play Washington, who do you got? I got Washington. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Because I because Russell Westbrook. Westbrook Russell Westbrook is gonna most likely out rebound their fucking big man, and that's a motherfucking fact. Like, and it's just it's just it's just from what we've seen. Like he out he he out rebound rebounded. Like, two big men, his own and other teams, like, for, like, his triple-double season.
3: And from what I understand, my bad to interrupt, like, from what I understand, they're not really feeding him the rebounds. Like, I'm not going to lie, like, on the OKC, like, um, they were feeding him rebounds, bro. They were, like, facilitating (laughs) it for him.
4: You know, I'm not even going to hold you. They're not
3: feeding him. Over here, they're not feeding him. On the Wizards, they're not feeding him. He's earning them. He's still a hell of a player. Like I, I rock with Westbrook heavy.
2: He no, made me OKC fan. That's cool. That's cool man. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, part of it's like the high usage and the and the, and the amount of possessions in today's game. But I got to give him props because he's he's the man. He's he's really turned it. He's really turned it around with Washington. I mean, even though they're in the play-in, but I think considering the expectations they had going into the year, you know, before the John Wall trade and everything, I think that they've kind of come out on the right side of things. I will say though, and this is not a joke, <laughs> if he if he wins if he wins the play-in. This may be the first time he ever gets past the first round. So
0: <laughs> <Yo>. finally. Ooh. <laughs> uh,
3: Ooh. Talk about Westbrook. West, yeah. <laughs>
2: what? No, that's not true. Russ has been to the finals. Yeah, but he hasn't. Been about without
0: with like, KD? Yeah, without KD, though. <laughs> we saw that flame out in uh, Utah and man.
2: Portland. Come on now.
1: Oh, Ooh, man. Listen, listen, that's a fact. Okay. Now to answer the question, whoever. <laughs> Whoever has to play the first scene from that point is getting sent the fuck home.
0: (laughs) Okay, I heard you. I heard you. (laughs) So why don't we hit that now? Talk about the... Before we get into the... The West, right? Yeah, well, before we get into the series that are set, why don't we focus on the teams that are waiting their opponents? So first we talk about the Jazz in the West. If things go the way they're supposed to... Uh, they would play either the Warriors, Spurs, and Grizzlies, since we all agree that the Lakers are going to beat the Warriors. Do you think, as you said, Bars, you think this is just going to be a slap in the face, a nice sweep, and they're just ready to focus on the next round for the Jazz?
1: They will sweep the Grizzlies if they come across the Grizzlies. They will sweep the Pelicans if they come across the Pelicans. They will take Steph to about six games, and I see them going seven with Brown. Okay,
0: okay, so nice was, big um, thing. We're talking about the Jazz here? Yep. Talk about the Jazz. Okay. Right. We're talking about
1: the Suns. That's going to be fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm.
0: But, yes, uh, Alex, how do you feel about the Jazz? 52 wins this season. Is that a true 52-win um team, or are they more of a fluke and just, uh, you know, one or whatever?
2: Look, I'm one of the biggest Donovan Mitchell fans. I love him. I love – um the The team that they built with Clarkson off the bench and Ingles and Bogdanovich and 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 Gobert, but I feel like right. they're just that classic regular season team, kind of like that Atlanta Hawks team with Budenholzer at the helm. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're going to fold like a cheap tent, and and I mean that sincerely. I love Donovan Mitchell, but kind of like that Grizzlies really, team.
1: I, I just, like that Grizzlies team, that perennial Grizzlies team.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, for real. Yeah. Like, and I was a big fan of that team too. With Marcus All and Marcus and Zebo. I feel you. It's just. Man, it's just you know. it's for me to believe. It's hard for me to believe that Utah is going to beat the Lakers in uh, four times. I just can't see it happening. Are we assuming are the Lakers are the Lakers playing Utah? Or are they playing um Phoenix? The Suns.
0: That's um, what we came a okay. collective. Okay, so. But
2: if that is the case, though, wait, is um is Donovan Mitchell coming back or no?
3: That was my question. Wait, is yeah. he no,
2: no, he's. I mean, yeah, I'm assuming he's not going to play. That that's part of if, the, he, if he's not playing.
1: Yeah, and Lakers are like five or six
2: That's what I'm saying I, yeah. was, thinking, I was thinking five, play the Lakers I mean, they could probably go six or seven with the other teams without Mitchell But of their, their ceiling's lower But the only reason we're having this conversation with the Lakers Is because of health And I think that right, um, right. it's going gonna, it's gonna to play out the way we think it's going So with the Lakers moving on, if they play them.
1: Attrition finally set in for LeBron So, you know, that's his issue um, And, like, Donovan Mitchell He was hurt last year, I think, too um, he just gotta strengthen his body. If Donovan Mitchell not playing, then like I, I take my I, I recant that and I I'll give it to the Lakers. And if Donovan Mitchell's not playing, let's say seven to the Warriors. Okay. Okay.
0: So bottom line, we expect to see this jazz team run smoothly except against the Lakers. And that's pending on Mitchell's return. And shaky against the Warriors. Okay, okay. Fair good, solid. Fair um shaky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just looking at early reports, a lot of people think that he'd be ready for the playoffs, but I don't see any confirmation. So we'll just hope he has a speedy recovery and we can have some fun because bottom line, I think we can all agree, you're definitely not winning the West without Donovan Mitchell. Is that fair? That's Wait, fair.
2: You ain't winning the first round without Donovan Mitchell unless you're playing mm-hmm. those three teams. Yeah. And so. Donovan Mitchell has a history
1: of sending great players home. Yep.
0: Oh yeah, look at what happened in the bubble last year. Yep.
1: Westbrook.
0: <laughs> he buyed that man.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You're
1: about, wait, Damian I Lillard, think, right? Think, did he buy he sent Damian Lillard home to, He sent a couple niggas home in his bubble. No, 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 range. no. I thought yeah.
3: Damian Lillard had the wave. He did too. Yep. Right, right, right. That's the wave I was thinking of when he he, he sent
1: niggas home too. But Damien's <laughs> Dame is gonna be that perennial oh, that prisoner. Problem. Oh yeah. Always and, in the playoffs, never getting nowhere.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll definitely get into more that uh, yeah, one we'll talk and nuggets and trailers and the trailblazers. But all right. Now let's just hop back to the east and we'll go back to the west. We have the Sixers, the Philadelphia 76ers, who I hate so much. <laughs> but they are a good basketball team. You have a possible MVP candidate uh starting for them. Do we think that out of the playing turn games, whether it's the Celtics Warriors, Hornets, or Pacers. Do you think they're going to give any contention for the Sixers? Or are they going to fall?
1: Uh, none of those teams you said are going to give any contention to the Sixers. Mm.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that's a well-oiled machine. I just think yes, Doc, exactly. Doc's Doc's going to be Doc's going to be the coaching mismatch. Um, what it's, is it's fucking Doc Rivers.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's back.
2: Well, and, 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 and the only the only the only way that it even I'm in
0: the playoffs. The
2: only, the, way, it, the only way it, it feels competitive to me is if you get an off shooting night from both Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris, because as long as you have two of those guys go off, like with Embiid, you're gonna yeah. be fine.
3: Hell yeah.
1: To add to that point, Matt, I don't think I don't think Doc really ever left the playoffs. Like he just like he couldn't control his team last year. Yeah, with the Clippers.
4: The,
1: the Clippers just have a history of not being able to commit <laughs> in the sure. playoffs.
4: And when him
0: and Paul George don't have, like each other for personal reasons, too, that doesn't help.
3: Yeah. Back to... Doc Rivers was getting kind of shitted on for a little while. Who? Oh, excuse my language. Uh, who is? Uh, Doc Rivers, right? like I feel like in the beginning of the season, they were talking a lot, like, talking a lot of yeah. negative and, stuff about him.
1: And and look what he did. when he The minute he touches, like, Philadelphia soil, he's just like, I don't know, like the big man whisperer. And Joe, all of a sudden, <laughs> Joel Embiid is <laughs> Embi- <Joel> Embi- <laughs> Embi- like, Averaging better than anything. Yo, look it's what he did fact. to Blake Griffin. Look what he did to Blake Griffin. That's all right. I'm saying. Yeah. Blake got hurt. He said, hey, stop trying to reach through the moon. Why don't you just set yourself up and score a little bit? Now look at Blake Griffin. Like, I don't know. Like any like whoever said that's the coaching mismatch, 110% correct. Like you can't, like Doc only got one ring, but Doc probably got more playoff experience than most niggas
2: in the fucking playoffs right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, a talent. it's a talent mismatch, too.
0: Well, go ahead, Matt. Nah. Yeah. 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 And all I will say, uh, what I meant to also add out, he's finally back in the East going up the ranks. That's what I meant to say. So good to see. I do like Doc Rivers a lot. Former Nick. And shout out Doc Rivers. Now, why don't we t- focus on the Suns now? Out of the four teams, whether it's Lakers, Warriors, Spurs, or Grizzlies, do we see the Suns having a hard time against any of these teams? I think there's one team we think they will. But do you think – but uh, the other ones, how do we feel about the Suns?
1: If the Lakers go down, the Suns is winning.
0: Really?
2: They're running the West?
1: They're winning the West.
2: Oh, boy. I want that on record. I want it on record.
0: I said it. I said got to record it. Separate. <laughs> I've said it several times. I put that shit on the book. Like, I I, I won't. Yo, listen. What do you think but makes the Suns make this run, type of run? They haven't had CP3. They had
1: DeAndre Aiden. They had fucking um Devin Booker. But now, they got a nigga who can hit the three when Devin's covered. They got a nigga that can... Set the pick and roll game like no one ever has
3: yo CP three
1: hell of a yo hell of a player. One bro. of the best point guards yep. ever. Like and yep, if they ever that's a player, fact. Like right now, currently, you name five point guards better than CP three. Go ahead. I'll wait.
2: <laughs> Steph, Dame, Russ. Um Ooh. I don't know, James Harden. I mean, that's four right there. Put that shooting guard down. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, uh, okay. Wait. What about Luca? Uh, Luca as well. Luca's a giant guard. Like, he's, all right. Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I Luca, can name him it's, it's how however you
1: want him. Steph, definitely. Dame got a lot of work, more got more work to prove,
2: but yeah, but he's made it farther on his own with the team he's had than CP3. You got to admit, CP3 came up in that in that first LA
1: and that first uh New Orleans team with Boozer and Kya Martin and all yeah. the
4: people.
2: Yeah, Tyson Chandler and David West. I understand, but the thing is, he's got a ceiling too. He's got he needs to have young guys around him that he can make impressionable and better around him. But he hasn't been able to take those teams over the hump.
1: And now that's fair. Let's see, let's see see if he could do that with the Suns. Because so far, I think he can. He's never had this success. He's never had this kind of success. Even in even
2: in even in Live City, he wasn't doing it like this. He wasn't doing it like this. I think their model is sustainable, but I gotta see him get over the second round. We'll see. And that's a that's a fucking fact. Because CP three is is biggest hurdle in his career, his life
1: is round two. Like, I swear to God, like, I haven't seen CP3 in the Western Conference
0: finals, like,
2: yeah. ever, I think.
0: I think. Only once like, with the uh, Rockets and Warriors when they oh, were up 3 2. There? Oh, you oh, got hurt. Yeah, you're right. You right. got yeah. hurt yeah. in game yeah, seven. Right.
2: Yeah. But, it, but even to that credit, it was most, I think, in part, you know, that was mostly Dantonian and, and Harden system. And I think that in he this was. circumstance, in this circumstance, you look at the amount of team, you know, the team wins that he's added in one season in Phoenix. I think more credit is due to CP3 whereas in other teams it's been more about the system that was already there prior to him. And
1: right. that's a fucking fact. And that's a right. fact. And that's the only reason why I feel the Suns may take the West. Like like not beca- because because he's got a dog, he's got a dog player in Devin Booker. You know what I'm saying? And they have some paint presence down there in Deandre Ayton. Now, CP3, like you said, who brings all these young bucks together and locks them in like a she- like a, like a like a like a shepherd
3: dog you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> hell of a vet
2: awesome. i mean no hell i mean okc was trying to tank and he wouldn't let him. <laughs> and that boosted his fucking stock
0: <laughs> yes, <it did. laughs> and it also look how good they can play in the fourth quarter as well which is a huge aspect i saw my team be a casualty of it and with cp3 just said I'll get my turn i you really think Sorry, I'm sorry, Matt. No, no, you—you you, uh, you were saying. That. I, I finished my point already.
3: <laughs> Here's the thing with Chris Paul: like, does like he wants to? He wants it. Like, that's one thing I see. Like, he wants it. Yeah. I think that makes it. I think that makes a big difference as well.
0: But you will say, I think if we, as we mainly, one thing we did agree on as a whole is that the Lakers can win the seventh seed, and if you can knock out the Lakers and LeBron win that series, that's a major step in the right direction. Cause really you don't have as hard of a competition after that. I mean, who knows if the Clippers or Mavs can make a run, but, uh, and we, if
2: the Clippers stop ducking us,
0: I uh, think that's a huge, that's I mean, what's a bigger first round than that. And we know the history with CP three and LeBron as well. You don't want it. It'll be nice entertainment.
3: I was looking crazy. Absolutely. So,
0: next, let's talk. I really wanna. I just wanna let it out on this one, guys. The Brooklyn Nets, the second seed in the East. I mean, let's think. The Big Three has only played, I think, nine games together out of the seventy-two. I believe that's. I could be one or one or so off, but um, you have the Nets. Do we think? The Celtics, Wizards, Hornets, or Pacers can create difficulty for the Brooklyn Nets. No chance. No chance. So we see the Nets um, easily yeah, I mean, making the winning the first round. Do we think the Nets, with a healthy, assumingly healthy big three, Steve Nash running the floor, do we think? The Brooklyn Nets are going to get to the finals because we all know the joke that they are going to buy this win, but will they actually do it? And if they lose, how bad is that for the franchise? After losing all I, the draft picks to get Harden?
3: I don't think they're going to make it. That's just you don't think they're making it to the finals, you said? I don't think they're making it to no fucking finals. And that's just, that's just me.
2: I agree, actually.
3: Yeah, it's... it's,
2: And and
1: if you want to be honest, if you really want to be honest, let's just stop and look at their stats throughout the year and what they let teams do to them and what they got to do to teams just to even pull out the win.
4: That's really what what
3: it is. Yeah, that's really what it is. Like... They like they just throughout the season they just been exposing like different areas like you know if this person's not on the court this person's not there and you yeah. see kind of the weaknesses and I I think there's been like a magnifying glass on the Nets this this season for sure and you see those weaknesses these coaches these teams are watching this I that is a good point like I do think they have a better obviously like like, like Bill Russell said they're pretty much buying a a championship but. Like like, Cecil just said that's that's a good point. You know, they might not be able to bring it. They might not even. They might not be able to put it all together and make it happen. Where
0: be- do we uh, see, where do we see the Nets falling? Um, Whether the finals or in the round. Eastern Conference third round. So you say the conference finals? It's over for them. It's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap.
1: Whoever they got to come across. Whoever they got to come. Like first of all. Let's- Attrition has been a thing for this year, period. Let's just, let's just focus on the word attrition, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, that's, that's been the biggest, that's been the biggest null and void for like a lot of these teams. Like the Lakers fell due to attrition. Um, oh. Shit. Who else? The, the, the Hawks fluctuated a while because of that shit. Like a lot of teams are going up and down. So, now you got James Harden going down here and there. Kyrie's never really been a healthy player, like or he's fighting minutes.
0: something, some issue, or just take or just take a personal time to chill, right? <laughs> Mad PTOs. That, I think
1: the world is flat. I don't fucking know. Like the the <laughs> the, the, the 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 situation is like in a seven in a, in a seven game series going all the way. James Harden has proved that he can't take it past. The, fi- the conference finals.
3: Ours is a very hard James Harden critic. I, I might want to interject on that. Yeah, I'm, I i don't want to add that. Like, I'll piss
1: in that nigga's fucking mug and call that shit <laughs> lemonade, bro, because he's not, as good, he's not as good as the praise that he constantly gets. Yeah, he's good when he has the ball for, like, I don't know, like, there's 24 seconds on the shot clock, 18 little seconds, okay. <laughs> like, like you, you feel what I'm saying? Like, aside from that, like, they built this team that has no fucking chemistry together. Um, yeah, they got a nice bench, but you still got you still got people who were there the whole time that were nice. Joe Harris. You know what I'm saying? Spencer Jared. Jimmel. Allen. Like Jared. No, nah, they got rid of Jared. I went to Cleveland. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he went, went to
0: up. and Karis left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, and, and then
1: now you got now you got what? Didn't Lamarcus retire? Like is he? Yeah, Lamarcus retired. yeah Is he still playing or no, he got retired. Oh, they bought, they just bought him. That they just bought an old man. You see what I'm saying? Like, it just goes so yeah, they're not confident. They're not confident in the players that they have already. That they got to go out and they got to bolster a roster that already looked like it was fucking a brick wall to begin with. Like, you got DeAndre Jordan, but do you know what his problem is? He's only good at one fucking thing, he's one dimensional. Like, Blake Griffin, very he's well, deep knees.
2: like, uh, like Kyrie Irving. Right, Bars that that kind of goes to that goes to my point about this this argument too is that I think they can get past the first round, but when they go up against Milwaukee or Miami, it's going to be about situational basketball. And let's be honest, Steve Nash is a first time coach, and <laughs> and no 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 for real and and. You know, he he needs to instill in these guys what their role is. I don't think they know what their role is or their identity is. And
0: I don't think Steve can, Nash knows what he's doing too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really don't. Have you heard his pros game conferences?
2: No, but you can't give up 150 <laughs> points a night and win because you're not going to be on every night shooting the ball. So, I think that we're yeah. going to be very, very vulnerable against Milwaukee or Miami. That's the thing. What is what does Steve Nash know how to win? An MVP,
1: that's it. Yeah. And, and it's arguable that Shaq could got that that year.
0: Yep. <laughs> So do oh, we? Must be real. So do we think <laughs> Nets not Nets get knocked out this season in particular? The franchise is going to get devastated. They're going to get clippered. They're going to get clippered. Yeah, they won't be able to put it together. Yeah. And remember, with no draft picks, Houston is going to be pretty good into the end of this decade with all the draft picks they get from the Nets, as what the the Celtics turned out to be in the KG and Paul Pierce. Trade like the this is it this is do or die this season in particular or the Brooklyn Nets are gonna be literally the biggest joke in the NBA maybe the biggest joke in sports honestly they're gonna be playing them clips of Kyrie throwing the same they they got
1: it and they got it they, they got a lot because Doc Rivers just literally like like who? lost like after having a three lead so like mm-hmm. they're gonna have
2: to like they tank so they gotta say yes. This 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 team with the Brooklyn Nets is precedent setting be setting because we've never seen a team thrown together on the fly with so little chemistry and actually succeed at the highest level. So I think this is kind of like this is like a crossroads mo no 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 for this is a crossroads moment with the all-stars in our league, you know? It's either do or die. Can you buy a team or not? You know? Can you, you buy guys a team are, or not?
3: My bad to interject, but uh do you guys remember when uh LeBron tried to get uh D Wade and uh what happened, yo? With, with that Cavs team, that that um, Wade that got there though. Yeah, yeah, he was there. briefly there. Yeah, that, that Cavs team that they tried to try. He tried to put mad people on on the Cavs. I forgot who the hell it was, but
1: yo, if he would like, succeed,ed they would have won that year.
3: <laughs> I mean, but y'all, you know what I'm talking about, right? I forgot what year. This, I think, this is, like the last year with the Cavs, or like
2: yeah. um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was right before L. A.
0: Yeah, well, that lot a lot is on the show. line with that. but the East, but the
2: East was marginal compared to what it is now. There's actually players in the East now, like, like, yeah. Like I was thinking about that too,
3: like how LeBron would play in the East now. Like I was, Miami about wasn't that. even thought about as a contender,
2: right? It was mostly just Toronto and Boston. That's it.
0: Yeah, and then you see what happens with the rise of other teams, and well, the fall of others. And and another thing too, it's just crazy, you know, being in the tri-state area. The Brooklyn Nets getting these huge names, and the Knicks are the real talk of the town, which, you know, we'll get into too. That just shows something. And um, I think a lot of people want to see this team fall. I certainly do, because. Do you still um, like
3: James Dolan? What do you think about James Dolan?
0: <laughs> when we get to the Knicks, I'll definitely um, yeah, yeah. give you my thoughts on that. But what were you about to say, Bars? I don't know if it's possible, but I would love to see Knicks versus Nets. I'd love, like, because. Oh, yeah.
1: In the end, it, it'll show you like when 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 the Knicks win because that's what I would predict for that for that series to be honest. When the Knicks win, it just goes to show you the hard work fucking pays off.
0: Oh yes, and we'll definitely right. geek out on the Knicks a little later. But definitely great point bars on that, and I definitely want to hear more on that when we hit the uh, Knicks. But um, and the way it works. They probably can't meet until the conference finals, if that's the case. But that would be, can you just imagine, man? Do Do you remember when? Do you remember when Stephen A was like Julius Randall?
4: Julius Randall.
1: Oh, and now who's yeah, seen the Knicks
4: a. are good? And now, like, and
1: now, yeah, yeah, that was like what, like a year ago, and now it's yeah. like the Knicks. The Knicks, like no, nigga, it was like you paid Julius Randall all the people in <laughs> the book. Hey,
2: you paid Julius I, Randall. Like I'm, dude, I'm surprised yeah. anybody still watches ESPN anymore where it's at
3: now nah, we the new me- nah I told Matt
0: the, uh, like a few weeks ago we the new media you know yeah well, I'm with that I'm with that too I'm with that too absolutely so why don't we hit on the setup matchups right now we'll first focus on Denver versus Portland the again no Jamal Ooh. Murray for the nuggets yep. huge with huge loss and huge then loss. you have another Portland team who somehow gets in there but we've seen them. We've seen people like Dame get those big shots and get them to knock them out. Do we think there's any competition here? Bars, I like your reaction to this. What do you think about Denver versus Portland's matching up?
1: Portland is the gatekeeper. Like That's how I feel. Like, really? Elaborate. Yeah. yeah. If you can get past Portland, then you pretty much secure yourself to the second round, third round. like. If you can't get past Portland, we probably need to do a little structure structural reevaluation because, like, all they pretty much got are two shooters.
0: How do we feel about, though, people Nerd like not- Melo yeah,
2: But uh, the bars, Jeffers. It's bars, it's a matter of matchups. They got CJ and, and Damian in the backcourt. Back Who are they going to have on Denver to defend them? Austin Rivers and Michael Porter Jr.? That's it. The, uh, Jamal Murray's not playing? No, yeah, sure.
3: Jamal Murray's out for the rest of the year. That makes a big difference.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. That
3: makes a big difference,
1: <laughs> yo. Portland for the win, then. I'm sorry. What are we talking about here? You don't <laughs>
3: about to go crazy.
4: It's
1: go a
2: backcourt no, back nightmare for,
1: for Denver. Send that on. Send that on. It's probably going to go, like, six games. But send that on, like... Portland, like Portland, Portland's not gonna—they're they, gonna abuse the fact that there's no Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. is big for nothing sometimes. Like, um, <laughs> it's a fact he can score and shit. But my man needs to step the defense up. If they got another Melo. Like,
0: have some fun with that. Do we? Like, th- right, definitely. Do we think Joke could do, put the team on his back for this, or you still feel that uh, Portland is taking it?
1: Heavy's the head that wears the crown.
0: Mm. Now, I think where Portland
3: is strong, that's where the Nuggets are weak, you know. Kind of like what Alex And said. where the Nuggets
1: where the Nuggets um excel at, Portland is weakened, but they can they can possibly make up for that with their offensive like output, yo.
3: Yeah, Dame hits, hits some threes, like you know what I mean. Like if he's consistent, you know. Mellow yeah.
1: mellow so Mello like 16 points. Yeah, that doesn't make
2: I got I got Denver in seven games, but it's because I'm banking on Portland having a couple off nights, especially in that backcourt. That's mm-hmm. why. You think if a couple this, off
3: nights would be the – Here's the thing:
2: all they have down low is Nurkic and Zach Collins. You get one of those two in foul trouble, Jokic is going to go off. Y'all like Alex?
1: He's got a good point, yo. Uh, yo, he's got a. No, he's got that's a, good that's point. a fact. That's a fact. That's he's got where we a, good you a good point. bring it together.
0: Do you th- Do you think though if Denver loses now a three seed losing the first round is a big deal? What do you think? What do you think they have to go from here? Obviously, Jamal Murray will come back next season, but do you have to go have an aggressive summer and get another big player and make their own big three? Nope. What do you say, Alex? I see you're shaking your head. What do you think?
2: I say you run it back because of the contingency of Jamal Murray's injury. I think you see how he is coming back from that injury. You make decisions on the fly before next year's trade trade deadline and you see how it goes. I mean, I will say I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Jeremy Grant's name because I think he was a huge loss in the Mm offseason, especially now that we're talking playoffs. I think they –
1: I think they – I think they – Um. They made up for that with Dolo Junior. They added Dolo Junior to the court, so I think like he's been he's been um he's been f- performing phenomenally well. And um ever since he left the Magic, I feel like he's shining more. Like you know, what I'm saying young Dolo Junior out there. Um, Aaron Gordon
4: Aaron, Aaron
0: Aaron,
1: Gordon yeah that's it <laughs> I never
2: noticed that <laughs> yeah, but so, not I don't know how so, you got the party he, he said, said he oh, said he
3: oh, oh, I, oh. I was listening to you the whole time no, like, his, thing, the his, thing, is his thing
2: though it's a lot to it's a lot to ask for one guy who's never made the playoffs or hasn't done anything in the playoffs compared to Jeremy Grant who went past you know the first round with OKC and then made it with Denver last year in the Western Conference so I don't know It's that's a lot to ask of Aaron Gordon that's a good point. That's a
1: good point. will see. But they don't need him to carry. They just need him to role play.
2: They need right, him to right, put right. in 15 and 5. Yeah, I got to hear you.
1: All right. Dolo, man. like I'm saying, when that man
3: out there with the puff, that's your son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Looking like Jackie <laughs> Moon.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely oh, that's Duncan the uh, out what's here. that movie? The um, semi pro. Yeah, the... semi pro. Great movie, great oh, movie. That's my shit, yo.
4: That's
1: a good movie,
0: yo. All right, bars. We need your expertise on this one. We have the Bucks risk the Heat. First of all, I'm sorry. I have to yeah. say, I was glad your team lost yesterday on Saturday because that secured a fourth seed for my Knicks. But yo, are the Heat gonna make a magical run and start by taking a very big Bucks team? Now, if they beat the Bucks, they they have a real shot of going <clears throat> all the way. Let me. Let me How do you this. feel about this as someone who follows the team?
1: Let me say this: We beat the Bucks last year. Um, we're not going to beat the Bucks as easy as we beat them last year.
0: But you still think you'll beat you'll beat them? Definitely.
1: Um, them losing what was it? Was it Malcolm Brogdon?
0: You that referred have, to the for the Heat losing.
1: No. Um, uh... The Bucks. The Bucks lost a lot of good pieces, bro. Like a lot of solid pieces, and Giannis is back to doing it himself again, kind of in a way. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's his face? What's that guy's name? Chris so Middleton.
0: You're talking Chris about Ford. who the lost? Who the who the uh, Bucks lost? They lost Robin Lopez, Wesley Matthews, Sterling Brown, Ursuline Isilova. This was in the past um, um
1: Um. Um Iran Iliasova. Uh they they lost a they lost the they lost the point guard.
0: So RJ Hampton? No. George Hill? Darius Miller.
1: Yes. Those are like solid players right there. Like George Hill isn't like your like perennial starting point guard. But like if your point guard goes down, you can count on George Hill. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron will preach George Hill's like like fucking uh, clutchness and shit like that. The thing about it is Duncan Robinson is playing phenomenally. Bam is is jumping through the roof. And then you have a player like Jimmy Jimmy Butler, who guaranteed can change the tide of any championship team. Mm-hmm.
2: It's gonna come down to how they how Giannis and and um and Chris Middleton play, because if they wall off Giannis in the paint and they force those other guys to make shots, you know, Pat Connaughton, DiVincenzo, and so on and so forth, if they force them to make shots, you know, it's going to be very difficult for Milwaukee because then it becomes a make-or-miss league. And I think that, like you said, with Robinson and Tyler Hero, if they step up and they match them with three-point shooting, it's I think Milwaukee could go out, could go out the first round. Duncan Duncan is playing ridiculous. Duncan is playing ridiculous. Like,
1: he's, he's much more confident as a shooter. Um, Jimmy Butler like this is the thing. Jimmy Butler's not going to give you outstanding play until it's necessary, until it's time. Yep. They secured their spot. You know, like it went from it went from Jimmy's going to Miami to retire. It's a retirement home in Miami. So like they they ain't going nowhere to the to the finals. You know what I'm saying? And now back in the playoffs again. Solid after being out of the playoffs for like what? 4 three, like
0: like
2: Yep. Since LeBron left? Yeah. Now I think real quick, I think a huge benefit for Miami is the fact that um Jimmy Butler doesn't have to exert himself defensively. He can take those possessions off because you got Crowder, Ariza, and Iggy Wall and on us. You know, that's a big Christians. deal. And like and and the only the only the only shot that I think that Milwaukee has to kind of return the favor of covering Jimmy Butler is PJ Tucker. You got to count on him, man.
1: Picking up Crowder, that's a fucking fire pickup. Like, like people don't understand the bench. We have bench depth. Like, um our rookie, um, Achua, I can't say his name, I don't want to butcher it. Like <clears throat> fucking he's solid, precious. He's solid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think we got Ola Debo playing.
4: Yeah, but, he's um, out for the
1: rest of the year. Yeah. But yeah, that sucks. but that would have been that would have been another tide like a tide break, like tide changing like piece right there. Not saying that. He's going to give you like 20 points now at this point. But even those 12 points that he give you, you know what I'm saying? Put him on a second lineup with Iggy. Even have him out there with um running point real quick. You know what I'm saying? With Jimmy. You just got to. And then Jimmy's always going to give you the work that he needs to give
0: you. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. So focusing on the next round, you have the Clippers versus the Mavs. Man, this is a team A lot of crazy things going on. I think, don't forget, you have the Clippers with PG and Kawhi. Don't forget, they become free agents after this year. You have the Mavs with Luka and KP hating each other, but still getting in some wins. I'm I'm intrigued to hear what you think, Alex. How do you think this is all going to unfold?
2: I don't got to worry about the Clippers, man. I think... I think even if they win – I actually got the Clippers surprisingly in six games in the first round.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I just think that outside of Luka, they don't have enough offensive firepower the same way they yeah. did last year when they broke the record for offensive efficiency. But I think the addition of Rondo with the Clippers in all seriousness is a huge X factor, um, keeping those guys accountable and stuff. Um, I actually have the Clippers winning at six in the first round, um, and I think that Ty is going to keep those guys the, on the narrow path.
0: All right, all right. Dola, what do you think about the Clippers and Mavs? This is going to be an interesting matchup. Where do you think the ball lies? Honestly,
3: it, like the the whole chemistry issue with the Mavs between, you know, Luka and um KP. And KP that that I mean, if the rumors are to be believed, that does uh cause a divide uh um and yeah like like Alex was saying like you know Rondo being on the Clippers uh, to facilitate a lot of things and you know like I honestly I didn't know Kawhi and PG were going to be uh free agents out there this season. Yeah,
0: yeah already the time's up. So they'd have to make a real run at it. So yeah I mean yeah this is their
3: this is their chance. I mean I think the I think the Clippers I, I think the Clippers got it only because um only because of what's going on internally with the Mavs. If it wasn't for that, I'd, I really, I'd, I'd put my, I like Luka Doncic a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, w- what they got in the Mavs has been pretty, pretty impressive. But uh, for this, for this matchup and for the circumstances involved, I definitely see the Clippers taking
0: mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Bars, what do you think of this matchup coming into this?
1: I agree with Alex and Alex. I agree. I I,
2: agree. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait.
0: I got nothing to add. All right, all right. Cool, cool. Now, the last matchup to discuss. This is one of the coolest things to say on this <laughs> podcast ever. The New York yeah. Knicks are the 4 seed playing the Atlanta Hawks, who we've had success with this season, smile. and the Knicks are here with a great end to the great end to the season, uh, the Cinderella story that everybody can look back Matt, and enjoy. You just
3: started glowing. You just started glowing when you started talking about this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, and it, it's time. It's been such a long time. I'm on the. I'm as hyped as Spike Lee and Stephen A. Man. Dope, I know it's time. And. I think the Knicks have a legitimate shot to win this. I think they can win this first round. I do think I think with the rise of how good their defense has been, I think they have point guards who can compete with Trey Young, though that's the one thing that has to get changed in the offseason is a more secure one, but the resurrection of Derek Rose. Honestly, why not with all the momentum he has on his back? Julius Randle becoming a top 10 player has been fun, and there's no reason, again, why they can't win this. And they have home court advantage. So I feeling so great about this Knicks team, as you can see. And I really think they can make a push to in the second round. I do even think that they can uh, um, make a run at that. So what do you have to add on to this? Alex, what do you think about this matchup coming into it?
2: Um, I think this is going to be the coaching matchup of the year. Nate McMillan versus uh, Tom Thibodeau. I think they're both really highly respected coaches that are great at situational basketball. Um, I think that that's going to be the deciding factor with such a, um, a short staffed amount of talent on both rosters. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, the key for me, I mean, for the Knicks moving on successfully, they're going to have to control the pick and roll with Trae Young and Clint Capella. I think that's the yeah. biggest, the biggest um, key to success with them. But if they can do that and let, um, you know, uh, Randall set the tone early and orchestrate things for the other guys, I think that they're going to be so well balanced and so hard to cover that uh, I think they can move on.
0: Oh yes, and don't forget also adding that with RJ, who's been much better in the uh, top of the key, and he finally has a shot too. Got it faster than Ben Simmons, so we yeah, love the crazy. South Power and RJ Barrett for that. Yep. Dola, what do you think about this matchup coming into it? Now, um,
3: if I'm not mistaken, we're talking about the Knicks versus Knicks uh, Hawks. I figured it was a Hawks. So yeah. Um, well, first off, uh, shout out Trey Young. I'm I'm a Trey. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely very impressed by Trey Young. Um, but obviously, the story, the big story in this is the Knicks being here. Um, yeah, beyond that, exactly. It's it been a long time coming, been a long time coming. Um, RJ, RJ Barrett's a dog. Um, Julius Randle's coming to his own, you know. Uh, Derek Rose has just been holding out his the position. resurrection. Lovely, lovely. Um, yeah, man. A, I, I, got honest, oh, it sucks because I really like Trey, I really like Trey Young. And I like what the Hawks been doing, but it's it, the Knicks got. A, I think they got a battery in their back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a battery in their back that um that the Hawks don't have right now. Um, I I, I really see I really see the Knicks taking this. Um, now if I were to say what, uh I'd say like goes like
0: six games. All right, all right. I do not oppose with that. Bars, how do you feel about the Knicks and the Hawks? Oh, we need that volume back up, bars. One more time.
1: The yard man My bad, I was I was muted. Um real quick before my phone dies, uh fucking um, real quick before my phone dies, you're not gonna like what I'm about to say, but on some real shit, I think Atlanta could take y'all out. And that hey, is
0: a, Tell me why,
1: and that's just a fact. Because um, yeah, they do have people to stop Trey Young probably in the point guard matchup. But do you know that Derrick Rose plays on a minutes because of his injury? And like, I think they got to pick that up in whatever contract that um that he he does sign. I don't know. I don't know if that's a fact. So don't quote me on it. Mm-hmm.
3: But I do. Know nah, he plays- I hear you. D Rose, I don't think is the biggest impact for that. But now nah, my bad. Go ahead.
1: As far as as far as stopping, as far, uh, you got Nikola, but like all right, cool, um, you got Bogdanovich. They got Bogdanovich over there. Um, they That's made a rise.
0: one thing too.
1: They made they made a rise from from actually like having a good seat falling and they, they worked their way back up. You know what I'm saying? Um, Fifth seed, yeah, they can they couldn't quite beat the hump, but I think they're fourth third seat capable. Like um, they got Clint Capella, so. They got a couple pieces down in the paint. Um, DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter, um, John Collins, if he's still over there. Like, um, they got a couple players. They got a couple players, man. So if the Hawks is healthy, they can give y'all the run. I see seven
0: games going that way.
3: So he you might go, go off. He he has the potential to go the fuck off. I'm not
0: gonna lie. But I think the home court advantage is the hugest aspect with this, especially for a Madison Square Garden who hasn't seen a playoff game in eight years. I think right, that's right, right. going to be a huge, huge factor into this, and the fact that they always keep winning at home as well. That's going to be an important thing to take note for this. What's their record for- at home? My bad. Off the t- off the top of my head, I could do a quick search, but while I'm doing that too, I think, you know... Frank Kinnan, even off the bench, specifically for defensive purposes, is uh, just a huge aspect. I think coming into late to a game, it's going to matter. By the way, the Knicks are 25 and 11 at home. So 13 games over 500. And again, they're also in seven, three in the last 10 games. And again, we though the Hawks have been winning as well. The Knicks have owned this team throughout the regular season as well. And I definitely hear your points there, but I just think with the momentum high, with how great Julius Randle has been taking over, I think the Knicks are going to be just fine and smooth to the go to the second round.
2: Yeah, so, no. Um Bars, I think the if I think the problem with Atlanta is they become too one dimensional if trade doesn't have it going on. If they can shut down and control the screen and roll with Capella, that's gonna be a recipe for disaster for them.
0: Mm-hmm. Personally. So and I think, you know, don't forget, too, another great person who could compete with Capella and who's been amazing on the defense side is New Orleans Noel. It sucks that uh, Mitch Robinson isn't there, but it's still apparently rehabbing. I might even see him in a second round if we make it. But Nerland's Noel with the block shots is just catching, uh, taking over turnovers like a quarterback intercepting uh, in the secondary. I think that's just another huge factor and they can get those boards as well. Julius Randle's great on the boards and get that and just the scoring. This team could score a lot on top of their intense defense. And I just feel that the Hawks will not match up. All right. <laughs> you agree, were man. saying bars?
1: Yeah, man. Bars going off. We just can't hear him. I feel like I feel like the offensive output in the backcourt is gonna be is gonna be able to to solidify like Like, my my choice in the Hawks, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Um, Bogdanovich, Trey Young. Bogdanovich was playing over there in in the Kings, and he was underrated for a long time. So now that he's playing over here in the East, like, I think that he's got a better chance at, at busting through that hump that he was never able to get. He's never been in the playoffs. So a lot of that team does lack playoff experience. But uh, let's see what's going on. Let's see what's good. That's, that's the final notes on it.
2: You're making my point. You're making my point for the Knicks, man, because Tibbs does have that experience, and so does Taj Gibson and yeah. Derrick Rose and a lot of those cats, man. Yeah. They, ha- they actually have like they actually have a good solid core. It's not, even, it's not even bullshit. And I think Julius Randle might have
1: just a little bit of playoff experience. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that.
0: No, nah, he's never been in the playoffs, actually, before. Uh, not with
1: not the Lakers the or Pelicans. Pelicans. What was he at? The Pelicans. Not on the Pelicans?
0: No, nah, nothing. So this would be a first time for him, too.
1: Let's see what's going on. Let's see if they. Let's see if he could hold up.
2: If he could hold up to
0: the pressure. Absolutely. Well,
2: that's that's the key. They got no pressure.
0: Exactly. We're playing with house there money really on this. this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: So. With a fully charged battery. We could take this over, and then we could somehow get closer to that major Nets Knicks conference final. You know, the NBA will do that. We need to have some refs. Um, old refs do what they have to do and manipulate the games for us to make it happen. So we'll see how that all yeah, unfolds. Just one last thing, as I mentioned, and we'll start with bars as a case. We don't want your phone to die on this quick thing. Shot in the dark for what we talk. Who's winning the finals before the playoffs start? Who's winning the East? Who's winning the West? And who's winning it all? Suns versus Heat. Suns oh. versus Heat. All right. Wait. Oh. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. What do you say, Alex? Shot in the dark. What do you say? Right here, right now. Who's winning the East? Who's winning the West? Who's winning it all?
2: Man, let me tell you something. This is assuming health. Assuming health, I got LA-Milwaukee. Lakers-Milwaukee.
0: Lakers-Milwaukee. Wouldn't that be a great coincidence? Milwaukee's had both franchises, and uh, that'd be a lot of fun to watch, too. Dolo, what do you say? Honestly,
3: man, um, I'm gonna just go off of kind of like, I guess what I want to see. I would like, I mean, shit. To be honest, man, I would like to see. I would like to see the Nuggets get there. Um, mm, that would be some story. I, would, I, I like to see the sit i I'd, I'd like to see the Sixers uh, play against them. I think that would be it. Nuggets and, and Sixers.
1: I hate the Nuggets choice, but the Sixers okay, solid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right.
3: I'm just going off fantasy, like what I want to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause this this year's been different.
0: This year's been wild. Yep. This year's been different. That's the main thing. It's been you know, wild, and my who knows predict- who's
3: gonna get injured? You know, like yeah. in the midst of all this. Matt, thanks for having me. Alex. Dolo is good. My phone's
0: about to die. <laughs> it's been great, bars. We'll talk to you very soon at, throughout these playoffs and making content. So thank you for joining us, and you're the man. Hey, bars, I'm gonna DM you eventually, like soon, eventually. Her. All right. So last thing, guys. Now we got Alex and uh, Alex and Dolo here, <laughs> and um, yeah. Bottom line, this has been a great show, killing it for an hour and a half. Like I said, I hope you guys continue to join us throughout the next 2 months as we go over each round and we'll see how great our predictions go. So just final thoughts. Alex, please tell us where we can find the great work you're doing for you and going artists as going places artists collective.
2: Um just keep up with us on on Instagram and Facebook and we'll be posting a lot of um live updates every week.
0: Excellent. What about oh. you? Where can we find the great content you produce, Dolo?
3: All right, so me and Bars, we do the we do the word for word podcast. We upload weekly. Uh, we upload highlights, of clips too. Um, we got a segment coming out with uh with our other um our other uh partner uh, Nick the Quick uh, mm-hmm. called Fighting Words. Like I said, uh I have a wealth of knowledge of when it comes to combat sports. Uh, my co host has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to almost all sports. So you know um. We're going to come together make something big with this fighting words segment. Um, you can check out Dolo reacts on YouTube. It, uh, my social medias have been dormant at the moment. Um, I'm kind of, uh, reconfiguring how I'm approaching the whole content creation thing, but you can, anything that I'm, I'm up to and anything that's going to be uploaded soon will be on Dolo reacts or for a podcast or for a podcast uploads weekly and yeah.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Oh, and my season prediction, and this is based on pure heart and knowing this is definitely just a pure heart decision. (laughs) I'll go with the Knicks winning the East. I don't care. I'll go with the Suns and the Knicks finals. Originally at the beginning of the year, I said Bucks and Clippers. I did say that in a preview, but Things have changed and we're just go. The pandemic is on its way over. I'm just going to put my team, the next one in the East, having the craziest run ever. And and um, that would be nuts.
2: Yeah. Get some revenge from that game. Own it. Own it. Wear
0: it on your sleeve, man. I'm excited. (laughs) Nothing but guys, nothing but, (laughs) but we will see you guys in a couple weeks, right? Yes, sir. All right. Looking forward to it. So check out the play-in, man. It's nice meeting you. Pleasure, man. Pleasure. Playing starts tonight, 6.30 p.m. on TNT. uh, Then 9 o'clock after that, where you have the Hornets and Pacers and then the Grizzlies and the – wow. We keep talking about these teams again. And then we have the Grizzlies and the Spurs. That's tonight. Tomorrow you have the Warriors and Lakers on ESPN at 10 p.m. And right before that is the Warriors and the Celtics. So lots of fun in store. Thank you again, Alex. Thank you again, Dolo. Thank you again, Bars, and we will see you all very soon. Have Take a great care, night, boys. Take care. Bye. Let's nice it up with y'all, my guys. Dolo, Ren, Bars, and Alex. Thank you so much for coming on the show and giving a powerful, classic performance to break down the NBA playoffs with me. I appreciate you guys so, so much. And don't forget, we're going to be breaking down the NBA playoffs throughout the next two months. and We have a lot of fun in store. But I just want to thank the greatest listeners and fans in the world for tuning in every single week. The show is not possible without you. And I love and appreciate you all dearly. Thank you for all the people who helped make my life Fun, entertaining, and enjoyable. We are back here on Thursday, May 20th, with my great buddy Dennis Biddy for a very deep, emotional, but real conversation, which is, of course, productive in every single way. Dennis Biddy's on Thursday. For the rest of you, have an amazing week. Continue to grind. Continue to make us proud. And don't forget, tomorrow is May 19th when we have... New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut opening its doors for businesses as we are getting closer to the end of this pandemic. We have an exciting day tomorrow there. Shout out to all the great people in the world who make my life a great adventure, including the person I've been playing Truth or Dare with continue to stay a cool and awesome person and yeah my name is matt brown i am the host of the productive conversations podcast and i will see you all on thursday now go have an amazing two days and i can't wait to check in with you after that all right everybody